Hi, Adiba. Welcome to 11 Questions. Hi, thank you so much for having me. My first question for you is, are you a morning person or a night owl? Um, honestly, I am neither of those things. It kind of depends on the day. So sometimes you know, I'll stay up super late at night and I'll do work. This used to be more me when I was younger. Um, now I'm a bit older, so it's difficult to do. But I also don't wake up super early in the morning and I'm not super productive. It takes me a while to wake up. So I guess I'm like in between. There needs to be a term for that. Yeah, there definitely does. Yes. <laughs> and do you prefer coffee or tea? Definitely tea. But um, I drink tea like twice a day when I'm at home. But I'm very I like specific about how I like my tea. So if I go outside somewhere, I always drink coffee just because I know that I won't be able to have my tea exactly the way I like it to be brewed. When it comes to writing, do you follow a routine or you follow inspiration? So I always say that my writing routine is basically chaos. It basically means that I don't have a routine. It's not even so much that I follow inspiration because even if I'm not inspired, like sometimes I know I have to sit down and I have to do the writing, but it just means that I kind of do whatever feels right for what I'm writing. So, you know, I don't have a specific place where I write. I change places. Um, I don't have a specific time. I change the times. So I just mix it up basically. And what would you say inspires your writing? Um, I think I'm inspired by basically anything can unblock you from and give you inspiration. So I just try to, I guess, be aware of my surroundings and be open to inspiration all the time. Is there anything that you find challenging when trying to stay creative? I guess what I find challenging is like actually keeping going. Because obviously, like when you get like a flash of inspiration, it's very easy to kind of sit down and write for a little bit, but it's more difficult to keep that inspiration going. And even like if your inspiration kind of um, peters out, you have to keep going. And that is what I find challenging. I think it's difficult to hold on to inspiration and difficult to write when you don't have that inspiration motivating you. Now you have written two books. Did you always know you were going to be a writer? Um, I always wanted to be a writer. I've been writing since I was very young. And even before I could write, I loved, you know, telling stories. But I think when I was younger, I couldn't kind of see authors who look like me. So I was like, I don't think I don't think it's a possibility for me. Um, so I definitely always wanted to do it. But I also didn't envision myself doing it at the same time. When you're not writing, what else do you do? I read a lot, unsurprisingly. That is like one of the things that I do the most. Um, I also love playing video games. That's often how I like reward myself, um, you know, after turning in a draft or something. I recently learned how to crochet, started doing that during lockdown. So um, to relax, I crochet as well. I can't relate. That's a skill I tried <laughs> to take up as a kid. And as a kid, it wasn't rewarding enough for me. So I gave up. That's that's fair. That's fair. I don't like I don't think it's for everyone. But for me, you know, it's kind of it's repetitive, especially when you're crocheting like a scarf or something. So I usually like put in like an audiobook and I just like crochet and it's, it's like very relaxing for me to do that. Yeah, I feel like it could also have to do with the timing of when I picked it up because I was very young and I didn't have the patience to just sit and do the same thing for producing a very small thing. And I was like, Mom, you do it. I can't do this. <laughs> My sister actually had the same thing. She tried to learn how to knit when she was quite young. She basically did the same thing. Like she gave like her stuff to my mom. 
that my, my mom learned how to knit and my sister never did. <laughs> Since you mentioned you are a reader, if you were to go on a coffee date with a fictional character, which character are you going to pick? Oh, that's a really difficult question. There's so many books that I love. God, I really don't know. That that might be too difficult a question. I would I would go on a coffee date with so one of my favorite books is Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. So maybe I would go on a coffee date with that main character from Rebecca. Yeah, I don't know. Like honestly, I would go on a coffee date with any character because that'd be really interesting. But yeah, I will go with the character from Rebecca for now. Is that the one they made movie out of? Yeah, they've made a bunch of movies from Rebecca. Like there's been a few, and they're all interesting but I do think I do think the book is the best always (laughs) (laughs) and now if you could go on a date with a real person dead or alive who would you take with you I I don't know I don't think I would want to go on a date with anybody that I know of dead or or alive (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) I love that answer (laughs) and if you were to be deserted on an island with only three books, which three books would you pick? Um, I would pick Rebecca for sure. What else would I pick? That is also a really, really difficult question. Is it cheating if I pick a series? I always do, so I cannot stop okay. you. <laughs> so, so I think I would also pick the Ember and the Ashes series. And that's like four books. So that will keep me busy for a little while. And then... The third book, gosh, this is a really difficult question. <laughs> and every time somebody asks me about books, I literally forget like every single book I've ever read. Third book, I would pick Love from A to Z by S.K. Ali. And for our last question, if you were to pick one interesting life experience to share with us today, what would you tell us? An interesting life experience. I feel like suddenly I've had no, I've had no interesting life experience in my life. I guess something that is not not even not necessarily an interesting life experience, but something that is interesting about me is that when I was younger, um, I used to live in Saudi Arabia, which a lot of people don't actually know about me. That was a really interesting life in general, because I feel like a lot of people have never experienced the life that I experienced when I was in Saudi because I was homeschooled, which basically meant not really doing much. Um, I used to spend my days like hang out with my brother, um, hanging out with other Bengali people who also lived in Saudi. Um, we used to like go traveling around Saudi. It was a very like charmed life. We used to just do a lot of like chilling basically. And yeah, it was just kind of a weird time in my life that I always remember with like fond memories. And that was like for like five years. So it was a really weird experience that I think a lot of people can't say that they have ever had. But that was basically my childhood. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. I don't know if I would ever go back and do that again, because it was quite weird. Um, But I I really, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, As a child, I think that's like the best you can expect from life where you can just not go to school and (laughs) chill out and hang out with like your brother. So yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Adiba, for answering my questions. And I want to tell you how much I loved the Henna Awards. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. 
All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. I have checked their website and there are so many amazing options that I can't wait to try. Go to the link in the show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. I want to tell you how much I love the Henna Wars. It was such a refreshing story and I think my favorite part was that it was woven around culture. I want to ask, why did you write this story? I wrote the story because of a lot of reasons. One of the main ones is that I never really saw a story like this when I was younger. So I just wanted to write something that I felt represented in because I'd never felt represented before. But specifically in terms of speaking of culture, I I think for a long time, I didn't appreciate or love my culture. Because when you grow up in like an all white space, it's very difficult to learn to appreciate your culture, you kind of learn that if you move away from your culture, that is good. And if you move towards it, that is bad. Um, So I think, you know, since I am an adult now, and I have had the chance to kind of unlearn all of those things, and I've had a chance to kind of really appreciate my culture and see both the positive and negative things about it. It was a way for me to kind of share all of that in a book for me to kind of explore what my culture means to me specifically. So yeah, that was really important for me to do. And that's why I did it. And did you take inspiration from any real people around you? Um, not specifically, but definitely um, when I'm writing, you know, I find that I might take something from people that I know, um, not necessarily even consciously, but I think it, you know, it happens randomly. And you have written another book now, Honey and Issues Guide to Fake Dating. The title itself is so intriguing to me. And I want to <laughs> know more about the book. So tell me. So um, Honey and Issues Guide to Fake Dating is basically about these two Bengali girls, Honey and Issue. Honey wants to validate her bisexuality to her friends and Issue wants to become head girl in her school to impress her parents. So they figure out that to get what they want, they can have a fake relationship. But obviously, you know, with fake relationships, sometimes they turn a little bit too real. So as that happens, Honey and Issue need to figure out if they are willing to make some sacrifices to get there happily ever after. If listeners want to buy this book or the previous book, how can they do that? You should be able to do that, you know, in your local bookshop or online. Any online book retailers should have that. If you prefer to listen to like audiobooks, it's on Audible or other audiobook retailers. And if you prefer like ebooks, you know, you can get it on your Kindle. I'm excited to read Honey and Issue's story now. Thank you again for being a guest on my podcast. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much. It was great speaking to you as well. Thank you for listening to our conversation today. Hope you enjoyed getting to know our guest as much as I did. You can also watch a video version of this conversation on 11 Questions YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you like this episode, please leave a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 11QuestionsPod for more videos and updates. And I'll be back next week with a new guest. Bye!